Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. But you knew that. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Run your computers and Google TamTalk1340.com. Yes, I am your show host, Robert. Okay, hey, be sure to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Hey, we have a bunch of stuff left on our Stuffs page, so you know if you guys need a T-shirt or a decal, be sure and go to our Stuffs page, and you can grab some goodies there. And, hey, you know, don't forget my uh, Junkyard page. i got a whole bunch of stuff on Craigslist, and i got a bunch of stuff on eBay. And uh, So if you need some car parts, hey, be sure and uh, place some orders, man, you know. Also, let's see what else we got. We got, we got uh, da, 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 oh, yeah, my events page. There are a ton of stuff going on. Let me tell you about this weekend, okay. It's a big weekend here, right here in our own backyard, downtown Clearwater. Starting on Friday, we have, at the Capitol Theater, Classic Albums Friday. It's a concert. And from what I understand, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to save that because i got a special guest with us tonight, and I'm going to bring him in in a few minutes, okay? But here's what's going on. So we got, uh, Saturday, we got Kenny Loggins and Dave Jenkins from Pablo Cruz, super band, super nice guy, okay? And Gary Puckett will also be at the Capitol. On Sunday, Jay Leno's going to be in town appearing at the Capitol Theater. And also on Sunday at four in the afternoon is Capitol, or excuse me, is cruising at the Capitol. It's a kind of a uh, an inaugural car show. When I say inaugural, inaugural usually means that there's going to be more than one. Okay. But anyway, so this is uh, the, they're thinking it may happen more than once. Okay. But anyway, so it's the cruising at the Capitol car show. That's Sunday starts at four o'clock. Now it's kind of like a little uh, dedication thing to Jay Leno. There's no mention that Jay Leno will be wandering around amongst us car guys. However, however, you never, never, never know. Uh, Hey, for more information on the car show this Sunday, give Nancy Dietrich a call at Ruth Eckert, okay, 727-712-2760. That's 727-712-2760. Make sure you mention you heard this on Nostalgic Radio and Cars, okay? She can give you all the information on the car show this Sunday, all right. There's going to be street vendors. There's going to be cars. They're going to be up and down the 300 block, the 400 block. They're going to be scattered all over the place. We, we, 
she anticipates somewhere around maybe 100, 120 cars. So they're uh, still taking some cars. So give her a call. Again, the number is 727-712-2760. Also this week, this month, in fact, if you run to our events page, I probably should run to it myself. But uh, we've got the uh, Zephyr Hills Winter Festival. That's over in Zephyr Hills. That's on the 20th and the 23rd. You've got Daytona 500, the big race for all you NASCAR guys. For you Daytona 500 fans, we got the. Where's our Bubba J thing? Don't forget oh. our Bubba J. Oh, I don't have Bubba J queued up. You don't have Bubba J. Well, find. Want me, want me yeah, to do an impression? Just, well, no, we need to find. Okay, okay, you we'll you get, can we'll dig get, him up and then throw him in in okay. a second. Anyway, so it's uh, NASCAR races. Also, there's another car show in Sarasota. I'm not sure what it is, but I'll tell you as soon as I find out. I, I'm, I'm kind of scramble brain tonight, but that's okay. But that's normal, right? Did you say something about? Did you say something about NASCAR? Yeah, I said something. I said NASCAR. Watching NASCAR and drinking beer. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. Drinking beer. Tonight is, well, actually, it's Rip Shack Wednesday. And as you guys all know, I go to the Rip Shack Barbecue. And Largo, their number, 501-9090, 501-9090. They're in West Bay Drive. Great barbecue. But I didn't make it there today. But mentioning beer, since I'm a beer and pizza kind of guy, I want all you guys to go check out my friends at Belladora's Pizza. They're over here also in Largo, right around the corner from the Rib Shack on Clearwater Largo Road. Their number is 581-5000, 581-5000. Be sure and order a big pizza. Say hi to Mark and Samantha and all those gals and guys over there. Great, great, great food. You know what? Did I forget something? Anyway, hey, well, wait, real quick. Cedric, how you doing tonight? I'm doing, man. I'm doing. Hey, did I mention my name's Robert? I'm the show host. You may, you may have. I may have. Well, just in case I did, right? Okay, and we got Alan, that, yeah. and Alan, Alan sitting in with me. Yeah, I'm here tonight. Now, now, now we got some other stuff kind of queued up, but uh, we have a very special guest with us, the first part of the show here. Actually, he's going to sit with us the whole show, and you may remember this guy. Now, let me tell you a little bit about him. Let me, let me give you a little background. This guy is a real live DJ. Now, I'm just the kind of talk show host kind of guy, you know, and I'm kind of a neophyte, and I've been doing this now. Actually, we're coming up in four years in May. Can't even add. But anyway, so my special guest sitting in with us here really is kind of a cool dude. This guy actually worked at WTAN back in the day, back when it was overlooking the harbor. Then he was one of the last well-known DJs that worked for WLCY, and we're all WLCY guys. We like that. Then he went to WRBQ, which was Q105. Then WYUU, which I believe was Classic Music U92. Classic Rock. Classic Rock. Okay, my mistake. And uh, and then WMTX, which was, I guess, Mix 96. Mix 96. Mm-hmm. And then there was KRTH. Los that was Los Angeles. And then, of course, we already mentioned WTN and WHBO. WHBO, really? With WHBO. So anyway, I'm delighted to welcome to the show tonight a real live DJ and a good friend of mine, Dr. Chuck Stevens. How are you doing tonight? It's very, very welcoming to be back on the air, even though it's only for a little time. But uh, hey, let's roll with it. What the heck? Let's roll with we're it. We're celebrating a lot of stuff this weekend. You had a mouthful of things that you were doing. But uh, also, don't forget Sunday night. Sunday night. The 9th. The 9th. It's the 50th anniversary of the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. I want to hold your hand. Yeah. I, I got a better version than that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a better version. Check this out. Check this out. Hang, okay. Hang on. I'm queuing it up. Okay. Hey, right. wait, 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 wait. Dr. Chuck Stephen is the originator of... Breakfast with the Beatles. Yes, The original yes. Breakfast with the Beatles. It was my idea. It was my whole thing. And then somebody else took it over. I can't remember his name. Quinn, Jim, Jim, whatever. But uh, <laughs> I am the original <laughs> of that. And Didn't also he own the a Beatles. car dealership yeah. or something? I think yeah. so. Yeah. And the Beatles yesterday. Quinlan, no, he was a great guy. He's, oh, don't, don't get me wrong. 
And uh, if it wasn't for people like him and Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes? Oh, God. Howard Hughes got me into this business. We'll get into that later at WLCY. But I brought along a couple little tidbits from Breakfast with the Beatles celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Beatles. We're going to Germany. Now, everybody, get ready to sing along with this. In Deutsch, meine Freunde, meine Herrschaften. Singing along. This is great. For some reason, I want some sauerkraut. And wished. And, see, I can take a joke. You just call me a kraut. <laughs> I just want a kraut. <laughs> German beer would work. Yeah, Vashtana, Vashtana. Does this make you feel warm for the homeland? Warm and fuzzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuzzy, Thank, God. Thank God Artie's not here. <laughs> well, yeah, I was the one that originated Breakfast with the Beatles with the late, great Scott Robbins over at uh, WYUU U92. Um, and I never really got a chance to do this, so I'm going to do it now. Those of you who are listening, those of you who are listening to us on the Internet, those of you who saw it on Facebook, if it wasn't for you the listeners there wouldn't be an us there wouldn't be a me never got to do that on the air because i was rushed off to la rushed off to here rushed off to there never got to do a last show so i thank them the listeners the fans all very very much for this whole thing super So, well, and now, Alan, you brought us a couple little tidbits, too. Oh, yeah, we got too. like a couple of minutes to run here. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's throw these little surprises in. Yeah. All right, we're just, so we're going to just, yeah, just p- pick them out at random? Just right, pick just them out. From the, from the top down. From the top down. Here we go. Target FM with a chance for you to score a brand new six-pack of stereo albums coming up soon at any moment, as a matter of fact. Another one at 5 FM quick oh, round. Boy. Hi, Al Brock at 221 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's going back. So, yeah. what else you got in there? Come on, he's got a bunch. W R B Q, Tampa, Saint Petersburg. It's five o'clock with Chuck Stevens. All right, Rick Derringer. Two hundred dollars score. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, there <laughs> you are. That up. I need a copy of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ooh. yo, Alan, Alan, that's off his original stuff from back in the day when he used to listen to this. Off his genuine real to real, right, Alan? Right. I, I love that stuff. I mean, I've got stuff, and and you watch the phones are going to light up because you and I, and Alan, and uh, our friend over here, Cedric, Cedric? we're going to do a whole show. Watch this <laughs> on CKLW from Detroit, Windsor, Motor Ontario, City. covering yes, <laughs> covering twelve states, two countries, and the world. Hey, said Cedric, Cedric, play that one again one more time. The, the one with uh, the last Richard, one, just yeah, did? the one we just did, yeah. All right, here we go. Tampa, St. Petersburg. It's five o'clock with Chuck Stevens and Q105 and the two hundred dollars score. Oh my God! <laughs> that was cool. There's that's more you, than buddy. one. Ch- yeah, there's more than one Chuck Stevens, though. Remember that. Yeah. That's it? okay. That's okay. Was that you? Uh, actually, no. That's the first Chuck Stevens. That's the really? first Chuck Stevens. You're right, but I sounded just like that. Put him in a crow crash and rock and roll on Q1. Uh, yeah. Cedric, play the second Chuck Stevens. See if it's him or not. Yes. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Here yeah. we go. 
Actually, there's 35 of us. For the $200 score, it's 534 for the Chucker. Eat your heart out of Bill Armstrong. Yeah, that's it. That's the one, yes. <laughs> okay, that's you? That's the Who's one, Who's Bill yes. Armstrong? Uh, Bill Armstrong was another gentleman we worked with. There's so many people in this radio market. It's yeah. not even funny. I was telling you and uh, Cedric in there earlier about the uh, Tampa Bay Radio Reunion, and every year I sit there, there's always somebody else coming in. And I've actually, there's another Chuck Stevens that does an oldie show. There's another Chuck Stevens that does something out in Las Vegas. When I'm out there, it's kind of hard because they'll come up to me going, hey, I heard you. Let No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also other versions of Breakfast with the Beatles, even though I was the original. I mean, mine is more more tuned to the listener. Theirs is more tuned to the uh, radio market. Yeah. And there's there's lots of versions of that. But in Tampa Bay, that's me. That's, you know, you, you remember me from, you know, WLCY and, and WYUU and Q105, Mix 96 and you know, most notably... Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, most notably, uh, notably, breakfast with the Beatles. That was my mainstay. I had a lot of friends out there. Shameless plug, go to Chuck Stevens fans on Facebook or the original Breakfast with the Beatles. They're both on Facebook. Make sure you go there. Say you heard it uh, today. And another shameless plug, I have to say, happy birthday to my friend Ann. She thought I forgot, but it's Ann's birthday, and they're having a barbecue, uh, Scott and Ann and the neighbors. So. Well, I know good. they're listening. Cedric, you got any questions for the famous Chuck Stevens? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that one. I'm looking. I'm, I'm on the uh, Tampa Bay Radio Reunion uh, Facebook page right now and trying to match match all the names to the faces oh, here. Geez. Good yeah. luck with that. Well, now tell us about that. What exactly is the Tampa Bay Radio Reunion? Tampa Bay Radio Reunion, uh, we started it quite a few years ago with Ted Webb and a few other people. And what that basically is, is every year we pick a secret place. And the only people who are involved with it are people who are in radio, you know, even on the sales end or the broadcasting end, some television people. And uh, we just show up and uh, it's all you can party. Really? Now, is and, it is is it something that the public can attend, or is it strictly uh, we don't guys? mind if the public shows up? A lot of them come there, and they have pictures of us from back in the day and ask for autographs, which is kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's more for just us to get together, find out who's still around, who's you know doing what and where, and you know, ninety percent of us are not in radio anymore. That's what's weird about it. You know, we're the ones that started it, but now. <laughs> What's the lifespan of the average disc jockey in the business? It could be anything. I've known him go for 40 years. I mean, we've got uh, Cousin Brucey. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh He's been on since I think it was two. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he does. Howard Hughes was in it for well over 40 years. Uh Myself, 30-some years. Scott Shannon. Scott Shannon is still in it. Even Uh, Don Imus. Don Imus (laughs) is still in it. So Rick Dees and all that. I mean, a lot of people don't know that Jimmy Kimmel actually worked with us at Q105 for a little while. Jimmy Kimmel? He got his start right here in Tampa. Yes, he did. Yeah, Yeah, look at him now. Really? Yeah, I don't, but you can. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chuck, tell us what it was like the very, very early days working. When you started at WTN, what was your big break? Actually, my big break was WLCY. I was was actually the board op, and I was actually working with Howard Hughes. And the guy who was supposed to be there at midnight for like the umpteenth time didn't show up. So Howard uh, said, okay, you're on. And I'm like, "Uh, excuse me? 
<laughs> you're on. You're you're going to do this. I'm not going to stick around. I've got a couple of girls to go see and, and the whole bit, which is, you know, our stick, the yeah. whole thing. But uh, basically, he said, you're on. You know what to do. You can run this board. You can talk. And I said, okay. So I just went on at midnight in 1978 and said, WLCY, I am, and then just went from there. But I was getting calls from Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia and all that. I said, this is pretty good. You know, here I am talking on a microphone and I've got people in a million states. This is long before the internet was uh, started. Yeah. And uh, they're calling me on the phone going, man, you sound good. Will you play this? And sure. You know, so the guy came in the next day and he said, you want to do that? Okay, fine. You I mean WLCY, WLCY. WLCY went that far? It Well... Someone forgot to turn the power down, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> good night, Walt. Remember uh, that? Oh, yeah. Good night, Hey, Walt. maybe we can turn ours up to two watts. All right. Maybe <laughs> we can point the whip antenna to the left. But that's how it all started. And then I went from there to the to Q for a while and then went to, uh, you know, WHBO. And uh, I did uh, WTAN. In fact, uh, my buddy Howard always calls up and says, Are you at the WTAN garage? <laughs> because that's how I used to say it. But it, I used to do a show on here called the WTAN Garage, which was basically you call up and, you know, that's how you would get, like, couches and, you know, car parts and stuff. And it was on for an hour. Well, that's how I furnished my first apartment, because I'd always throw something in. I'm looking for the $15 couch. <laughs> that's all I had in my pocket. Oh, I got a couch for $15, Dr. Chuck. Come on over, you know. <laughs> I'm driving out to Riverview. picking up this couch. You know, but that's how I furnished my places. I would always have have something that I would need and say, okay, this is what I need and this is how much money I have. And that's how that started. But I used to do beautiful music at WTAN. Beautiful. Well, now we have what? Music of your life, right? It's yeah. basically the same thing. I was playing a lot of Christopher Cross. Oh, wow. That had to be in the late <laughs> yeah, 70s, early was, 80s. Yeah, it was early 70s. Ride Like the Wind. Maybe we could find that. Ride yeah, Like the Wind. Ride Like the Wind. <laughs> but then I went into, you know, rock radio and did a little bit at 95, a little bit 98, a little bit here, a little bit there. I did a lot of nightclubs in this town. And I uh, was, you know, I was around when a lot of your nightclub bands were making it big, most notably Hoochie. I worked a Hoochie. lot with them. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Foreign Legion, Bobby Friss. I was, you know, at really? the level oh, three. Bobby Friss good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Dolores uh, Telescope. Dolores Telescope. Yeah. Uh, Greg Billings. Greg Billings, yeah. Yeah, Greg Billings, good friend of mine. Did a lot with the uh, Foundation for the Love of Rock and Roll with uh, Joey D and uh, Dr. Alan Hames and all them. Uh, they were the beginnings of that before it went on to bigger things. But I've, I've known Joey D. In fact, I actually had the illustrious job of being the DJ slash entertainment director for the Suncoast Playboy Club. There was actually a Suncoast hey, Yeah, down yeah. by the pier. Down well, by the pier. Check this out. You're going to like this. Okay. I got a picture of Dr. Chuck Stevens with a WTAN alum here. Oh, right. no. Here we go. Hang on. Hey. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Uh, who's that? That is... That is that is uh, one one beautiful lady. Yeah, who is it? <laughs> you don't know who that is? I can't see. That's Angie Fox. Oh, Angie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All I saw was blonde hair and a smile. <laughs> Angie Fox. Angie yes. Fox. Incredible. Were you on her show? Not yet. Not yet. Angie, if you're listening, I still want to do your show. <laughs> Wherever you're doing it. For Friday nights. How Friday, about, a, how about another sound here? Um, yeah. What do we got? Get the one that says Frisbee on it. 
Frisbee, Frisbee, Frisbee. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. Uh, I don't think I have. Jerry? Oh, there. Hang on. I got it. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here it is. 603, and I'm alive, well, and cooking. And could somebody please tell Chuck Monroe and Larry Stevens that the Frisbee tournament is over? Fools out there throwing in the rain. Here's Chicago from the Rock of Tampa Bay. It sounds like Jerry Walker. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) He was great. Great guy. I mean, I remember LCY was more like, uh, oh, geez, what was the heck? That TV show that was on. Cotter? No, no, no. no. WKRP. Yeah, it was just like that. Um, I would come in. Howard Hughes would be on the air. We had a lady by the name of Rosemary Haddad who used to do Desperate and Dateless or Dial-A-Date. We did that, and then Howard would come on, and I would do stuff. And then uh, we had Jerry Walker, the Talk of the Walk, come on. We had Ted Webb Sports Talk at the time. I mean, they, they were all great people, and it was more fun, less business. You never knew who was going to come in on your show and at what state of mind they were going to come in on your show. Mm. And it just seemed like the world's longest pizza party. <laughs> the world's longest pizza party. That's that's all I could say it was. I mean, radio back then, I used to be able to play what I wanted, say what I wanted. And, and uh, we have to say this, even Mason Dixon was in the older radio days mm-hmm. and people like that. And, you know, you talk to people now, and, and I say things like, yeah, I have 40 gold, 14 platinum, nine multi-platinum albums because of what I did for these bands. And they're looking at you like, huh? They have no idea. We were the ones that took the records out of, you know, out of the sleeves and listened to them. We would have, you know, a table set up, and all of us would be around it, and they put the record on and be like, yes, I like it. No, I do not. And that's how a lot of that stuff got played really? back then. Well, so what, name some of the bands that you kind of introduced a little bit. I did a lot with uh, Bon Jovi. I did quite a bit with the Beach Boys. I actually sang with them for a while. Jan and Dean. Okay. In Good. fact, I think we have a clip of the Beach Boys with me singing. Uh, just going back to Cleveland days. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your that little voice. So I had time to do that. Uh, Jan and Dean did a lot with Jan and Dean. Eric Zoller was one of the uh, catalysts of that whole thing. It was Jan's uh, right-hand person. Eddie Money. Uh, when I was in the Cleveland market and when I was down here, Eddie Money and I were inseparable for a long time. Just worked with him over at the Capitol Theater. Great guy. I mean, if you ever get a chance to see the show, it is just phenomenal. But, you know, I've been around the country. I've done things in Las Vegas with just about every band you could conceivably think of. I spent a lot of time in Vegas. I've worked with a group, uh, most notably uh, Phil Dirt and the Dozers. Phil Dirt and the Dozers? They are a probably one of the greatest uh, nostalgia bands in the world. They're actually on a cruise right now. But they they are probably one of the most 
prolific bands in the world out there. They're from Columbus, Ohio. When I was in Ohio, I I met up with them and went out on the road with them for a long time. And uh, we did a lot of stuff in Vegas. We did a lot of stuff throughout the United States, and they were a lot of fun. I did a lot of work with uh, the guy that did At This Moment, Billy Vera. I had a lot to do with that. Uh, The Q105 days, they had a lot to do with that. Um, So, yeah, there's there's a lot of people on my wall that I walk by every day. Uh, morning train, nine to five. Yeah, Sheena Easton. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I, I took that out of the trash and started playing that. Really? Yes, because I thought it was good. It ended up being good. You okay. know, uh, sabotage during going back to the uh, nightclub days when before they turned into the Trans Siberian Orchestra. I mean, we were playing that. Uh, they started that on uh, Q105. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, now, there's an event coming up this weekend. Tell us a little bit about that on Friday. What's coming up Friday is Classic Rock, Classic Albums Live. And what it is, is they're going to do Abbey Road in its entirety oh, and okay. start to finish. But also, I will be there shaking hands, introducing the band. But most notably, I'm going to have most of my memorabilia from the Beatles at the Capitol Theater this Friday night. Okay. You'll be able to come up and see it. If you want to buy it, go right ahead. Uh, That kind of stuff. And then I've also got another one for you Beatles fans, no matter where you are. It's the uh, Fab Four, which is one of the greatest uh, Beatles tribute bands in the world. They're going to be there on May the 10th at 8 o'clock. That's at the Capitol Theater. Hang on. Hey, I think we're going to need some radio giveaway music there. We got some radio giveaway background music? Yes. Because I think Dr. Chuck has a present. I got a pair of tickets for the first person that calls in and says, What station was Breakfast with the Beatles? There we go. The original Breakfast with the Beatles. First one ever. What station did it start on? We're going to take the first caller. The first caller. (laughs) (laughs) And you know who that's going to be? That's going to be Radio Rob, right? Hey. Hi. I was a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. See, that's what I need to ask the older radio guys. There it is. Yeah. Was, was Rob calling your radio station back in the 80s and 70s? I guess he was. Yeah. <laughs> He's been around that long. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was great. He was great. And we All got right. our first caller? Hey, yeah. Rob. Yeah, Rob. Are you, are you a big Chuck Stevens fan? Yeah, I listened to Chuck Stevens back in the day. All right. <laughs> WTAN, I'm a number one fan of his. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, you just got yourself a pair of tickets to see the Fab Four in concert May 10th, starting at 8 o'clock at the Capitol Theater. Make sure you come up and say hello, and uh, he'll get all the information. Cedric will get all the information here in just a minute or two. But thank you very much for listening for all these years, and thank everybody for listening for all these thank years. You. And great show tonight. Oh, thank Robert. you. All right, good, good. Thanks, thank thanks, you, buddy. Rob. All right. Wow, he liked your show tonight. Uh, hey, we, we might even play some Nickelback. No, please don't. <laughs> oh yeah, please don't. Uh, about, we got somebody else on the line here. We do. Uh, okay. Let's see. This this is, this might be good. Let's see. This is uh, Tony in Clearwater. Tony, welcome hey. to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. What's up? Oh, you mentioned sabotage. Oh yes. Oh yeah, we go way back with them. On the ways. They were a great band. They definitely were a great band. I used to. Uh, well, I mean, Chris Oliva. I mean, yeah. I used to watch Star Trek with him before band practice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a little tribute to <laughs> All right. All right.
right. Our, That's our, excellent yeah, stuff. Yeah, good stuff. We have another um, soundbite here. If, yeah. um, hey, thanks for calling, Tony. Right. No problem. Thanks. Keep thanks listening. for listening. Tell your friends. All right, we got we got uh, lines pulling up, but uh, let's uh, let's let's grab another soundbite. Grab the got? one that says outlaws. This outlaws. is a state of mind for the DJs. Oh, All yes. right, here we go. And I'm not around much longer tonight. In fact, uh, I got a song here from the Outlaws on Quad One Hundred Two and a Half. Oh my! And then oh, that's going to leave me with about two minutes that I don't know what I'll do with. But then we'll have some alive Gary Wright music too. So I'm Steve Huntington, and I'll be with you again tomorrow evening. Steve have Huntington. A good time. Great Man. guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're pulling them out of the archives today. You anything from Rick Morgan in there, by the way? No, I don't. Oh, I yeah. Don't. Rick Morgan passed away a couple of years ago, bless his soul. He was a, he was one of the people. See, the day that um, the shooting happened with John Lennon, I was working in the production room at LCY, and uh, we had I had record on, and it was uh, one of the Beatles records. Just listening to it because I was doing some paperwork, and he came in here into the production room, and he looked at me with such a drawn face. I said, "What happened?" He just handed me a piece of paper, and he said, "You better read this." And at the time, John Lennon was not dead yet. It was the teletype. I still own that. I still really? have the actual teletype saying he had been shot, and it's basically you know, it still goes back to then. And uh, within 24 hours, we had a two-hour special on John Lennon and the Beatles on WLCY. So initially, that was the original Burgers with the Beatles. Wow. We got another call over there, Cedric? Wow. We do. Hang hang, uh, hang on. Uh, I didn't get his name because I got got another call coming in. Uh, You're on the air. Uh, Hi, my name's Scott, and I used to be a big fan of Dr. Chuck, so I used to actually remember you from the Cleveland days and definitely the breakfast with the Beatles. And and I'd love, love to have that back on the air. I mean, it was just great every Sunday morning getting up and and just, just, you know, listen to that. I appreciate uh, that very much. I'd love to put it back on the air. Maybe we should talk to the people here and see what we can do. Yeah, you know, Sunday mornings might be open. It could work. It could. Do I sound good out there? Do I sound like I know what I'm doing? (laughs) <laughs> I wish my my wife Ann a happy birthday. Sure. Yes, Go definitely. Ahead. There she sure. is. Happy birthday, Thank you Ann! So I... much, and it was great hearing you and seeing you on here. I mean, I mean, it was just uh, uh, you're definitely a legend in this town. I appreciate that very, very much. Well, and you can I'll meet him in person the, this weekend, right? That's right. This in person this weekend at the Capitol Theater. Please, if at any time you can come out to the Capitol Theater, they've done such a wonderful job of restructuring that. I will do my best. Excellent. Thank you very much. I will Thank slide you, you your hundred dollars tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Are you going to be at the car show Sunday? I hope to be at the car show. Okay. I've got a couple other things to do, but I hope to be at the car show on uh, Sunday. Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno will be there. I mean, that'll be his first show since his last show. If you think about it, his last show is tomorrow night. Well, no, I think he's going to Sarasota on Friday. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Oh, I'm not sure. It's Sarasota, then he's going to West Palm, and then he's... Coming no, no, you know he's doing West Palm, then he's doing the Van Wazel, I think. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Uh, but right. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, Jay Leno here, if you ever get a chance to see him, he's really funny. I saw him, oh, he's back in the 80s when he was doing stand-up. He actually was the opening act for Jan and Dean when we played his spring break. No kidding. I mean, we're talking way back. I mean, seventies. A hundred thousand kids out there, and he's doing it. He was great. He's really great. And then it was us, and then I couldn't tell you anything after that. You know. 
Um, in the late seventies, Beach Boys had a concert over in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Janet Dean was there. Did you? That did, was yeah. That was the first time I ever did anything with them. It was nineteen seventy eight at the Lakeland Civic Center. Center, right? And Janet and Dean were actually the middle act, if you think about it, because the Beach Boys came out, and then Janet and Dean came out and did five songs. Yeah, and then the Beach Boys finished up. But they did about fifteen or eighteen shows like that, just to see if it would work out. If anybody, you know, and there was also an opening act, which I got to know pretty good. Called Louisiana's Larue. Yeah. Louisiana's Larue. You remember yeah. them? Yeah, I remember them. Okay, yeah. you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> the only like one. Yeah. They're, they're one hit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, did I did I mention there? Let me let me jump in here real quick because there's a there's a uh, a couple of events coming up here at the beginning of next month, and it's Amelia Island. Of course, last week we had Bill Warner on the show, so I want everybody to check out Amelia Island. If you can't put it on your calendar, put it on your wish list, put it on your bucket list. You need to attend Amelia Island. I talk about it every year. It's a great event. Uh, it's a wonderful concourse. R&M will be doing auctions there. Uh, Gooding and Company will be doing an auction there. And, of course, my new, well, my my new, uh, my good friends at Hollywood Cars will be doing an auction there as well. And it's March 9th, excuse me, March 7th through the 9th. Okay, that's up at, at uh, Amelia Island. And also Festivals of Speed will also be taking place that same weekend. So be sure and put that on your calendar. Now, one more sad thing is for all my loyal listeners, I hate to say this, but we are unfortunately going to be bumped. Now, there's this little thing called, you know, the stick and ball games thingy. So what's going to happen is, is as of next week, we're going to move to Tuesdays at 7 p.m. So I'm not leaving the station. You're still going to have the same goofy little me, Robert. But, (laughs) (laughs) and of course, Cedric's going to hang out with us. Alan will sit in from time to time. Obviously, Chuck now, our new buddy. And, uh, but anyway, so as of next Tuesday, we will be on on Tuesday at... Uh, 7 p.m. because we are going to be preempted by the That's not stick and ball. That's floor and net. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I was the best dribbler. And then one day, my mama bought me a basketball. <sighs> by the Orlando Magic. Now, I, you know, that's a good thing for the radio studio because they're going to have, they're going to cover the Orlando Magic. They've got, obviously got, uh, and that'll be here in Pinellas County. I think we got, what, hockey and uh, on the other two stations, right, Cedric? Hockey, uh, baseball. Baseball, and, Blue Jays and, uh, will be coming on. Florida, Florida, Florida College football. Yeah, so that stuff will be coming on. So for all you sports fans that are into that kind of stuff, and, you know, without, that are not into, you know, gears and tires and smoke and oil and grease and that good stuff. You know, that's a good thing for you guys, you know. But don't forget, I will be here next week on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Now, oh, yeah, I was just reminded by uh, Alan and uh, Dr. Chuck and Cedric that uh, the name of the show is Nostalgic Radio and Cars. But, hey, we're doing Nostalgic Radio without the cars. But next week, we'll be back to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Anyway, we have another special guest coming on in a few minutes. Alan, we have a couple more clips you want to play? Yeah, just... Play the rest of them. Hey, Alan, thanks for bringing all your uh, vintage nostalgic clips that we aired tonight on the show. All right, here we yeah. go. I'm with you. Happy holidays. This is Stanley wishing you the merriest and warmest holiday season from aboard our one-horse open Stanley steamer. You got a friend. Hi, this is Dylan rushing with the best of this season's wishes to everyone. We're so sorry. I'm Al Summers with season's greetings to you and yours from Radio 138 and a big wish for a peaceful and prosperous new year. It's too late, baby, now. It's too late. Hello, 
this is Mike Scott wishing to everyone in your household happy holidays. And the best is yet to come in 1972. Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have tried from George Nix to you and yours, happy holidays and best wishes for a prosperous new year. Right on to 72 with a swinging gentleman. For one night only, Herman's Hermits. This Sunday at the other place, Herman's Hermits, playing all your favorites of the 60s. This Sunday, beginning at 9 p.m. with two shows only, admission $3 advance, $4 at the door. Herman's Hermits will be looking for you at the other place, 201 East Arctic at the south end of the Northgate Shopping Center in Tampa. A show you, you won't want to miss. <laughs> That's legendary. Now, let me tell you about uh, Mike Scott. Mike is a very good friend of mine and uh, one of Howard's uh, Hughes' best friends. You'll have me every time I'm here, you're going to hear me talk about Howard because he is the true legendary disc jockey. Okay. There's a lot of us who did this, but he's the one that actually did it correctly. He he would play anything. It didn't matter what it was. I could bring in a bird's chirping record, and he, he would put it on. But uh, him and Mike Scott were good friends. Mike's not feeling well right now. He's not doing so well. So uh, our, our best wishes go out to Mike. And then the last part was when I was asking you about um, just a uh, basically – Rick Morgan, he was the swinging gentleman. He was actually four different people on four different stations. And uh, Rick Crandall, another friend of mine, he's still in the area. So uh, you never know. Some the, the next uh, radio reunion, you never know who's going to show up. You just don't. How are we doing there, Cedric? Uh, he is en route to his house, and oh, okay. he will give us a call back in two minutes. Super, super, super. All right. Well, anyway. Now, and this is our surprise guest for the evening. Actually, Chuck was our first surprise guest. We have two surprise guests yeah, for you. Right. And by the way, in case you just tuned in, yes, this is Nostalgic Radio Cars, and we do talk about car stuff, but you know what? I bumped into a guy that's really cool, a legendary disc jockey. Well, and I did car shows for years around here. Right? I'm the one that started the one at Checkers, the one at Hooters, the one at Bubbaloo's, really? the one at Jerry's, the one here. Blah, 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 blah. I think the only place I never played was Biff's Burger. Biff oh, wow. <laughs> That's the only one I never did. I started them all and finished them all. You know? And uh, Yeah, those were a lot of fun. We did uh, Actually, we did one uh, charity one at the Tampa Stadium one time, and they actually told us, okay, enough cars. You can't put any more here. <laughs> you know, I did better than the, the Bucks do, naturally. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God, this is great. But uh, I'd also uh, like to thank uh, my little honey at home, Teresa, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here because she's the one that took everything and and made it correct. I was very sick boy twice. Oh, really? Twice. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. I had cancer, and uh, they held a uh, benefit for me called Chuck Stock, and it was all because of her. And also, I uh, recently, a couple of years ago, suffered two heart attacks in about two minutes. Well, you so know, I'm back. Well, I see. <laughs> a lot of our, our, kicking. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you, I asked you earlier, I said, you know, what was the lifespan of the average? Did you, I'm you, beginning you, to wonder. You, 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 you just jokingly said something about, you know, radio waves. Radio tower. waves it, hanging it, around the tower. You, yeah. I you was, think there's any validity to that? Uh, there, there could be. I don't know. You'll have to ask some of the, uh, the well-known engineers around here, like Ben Christopher, BC, and all that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he's still walking around. Uh-huh. He's okay. He's well, as old as I am. Go back to WLW in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. They had half a million watts and 
people are still living there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'd walk out of there green now and then. You know, when I worked in Cleveland, when I worked in Ashtabula, Ohio, the stick was right next door, and it's still a fifty thousand watt flamethrower, and the stick was right next. Door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm sitting here. And in fact, I got in trouble one time because I actually said that word while I was on the air. You know, everybody knows the uh, the the word, <laughs> and I was on the air, and the lightning came in and right through the board, and I said, you know, and uh, <laughs> I'm stuck to the board. And, you know, the engineer comes in and he goes, and I don't remember any of it. He threw me off the board and the whole bit. But yeah, oh yeah, it it can be very dangerous this business too. When your fillings sing, you know you're too close to the tower. That's exactly right. In fact, I had work done the other day on my teeth. So, yeah, I can understand that. And there, I have to talk about the other thing in this business. And I know you would know this. And I know you would know this. You? Not so much. No. I'm a newbie. Oh, that's right. They're called stalkers. Stalkers? No, no, no. I've never had that issue. Yeah. Rob. They would be got, out there. No, Rob is, is your stalker. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Radio Rob. Radio anyway, Rob. But he's, hey. a, he's a known entity, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time to introduce our other, our second special guest for this week, this week, this the today's show, okay? And let me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. I met him uh, a couple months back in California. I was uh, in uh, my home neck of the woods, which is Marin County, Sonoma area. And uh, a friend of ours by the name of uh, Bruce Cohn, who's the manager for Doobie Brothers, puts on an amazing music festival once a year in the fall. It's called the B.R. Cohn Music Festival. And it's a charity event and some amazing bands. And in this particular band, they had Bad Company, they had Heart, and uh, I think they had Jim Blossoms were there. But this gentleman who will be performing this Saturday night was also there. I am delighted to welcome to the show this evening... Dave Jenkins from Pablo Cruz. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, Robert. How you doing, man? Pretty good. All right. We finally got you on the air. How you doing? I, I you know, I came in. I'm doing great. I came in. I, hope, I don't know if you can tell me this. I came in uh, to this when you were talking about the word that you can't say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what it was is uh, I was on the air and uh, the stick, the antenna, was right next to the station and it got hit by lightning, came right through to the soundboard. And that oh. was when I was talking. It was like, it <gasps> <laughs> <That> was bad. <laughs> but I remember working with you, and you're going to remember this, on the Queen Mary. Oh, my God. You were there for that? I was there for that with the Beach Boys, Jan and Dean, Pablo Cruz, Three Dog Rick, Night. Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield, yes. I keep wanting to call him Rick Springsteen. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, right. Rick Springfield. Well, I was there. I remember that. Wolfman Jack and Charlie Tuna. God, Wolfman Jack. Amazing. Yep. Well, Dave, let me introduce who, who, who who's here. Obviously, you know me. And then the gentleman you're just talking to is a local phenomenon in this area, a well-known DJ. That's Dr. Chuck Stevens. I've got Cedric, who's our production engineer. And then I've got Alan, my number one fan and my good buddy from 30, 40 years car guy here. So we're all sitting around the mic, and we're just going to have a BS section. Number so one fan. Welcome to the cash, close. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, so how's Pablo Cruz doing these days? You know, that concert that you guys did out there was amazing. That was an excellent concert, i got to tell you. Yeah. You guys did well. I, I think the band's honestly, well, musically and energetically healthier than it's ever been. It's just we have such a good time every time we get on stage. And we're putting dates together for the summer right now. And looks like we've got a neat little run in June through the Pennsylvania area. And then down to, I'm going to try and put Nashville together. Might as well, since I think I might be moving there. <laughs> oh, that really? sounds like fun. Well, we're talking, my wife and I are talking about it. It, it sure looks like a cool thing to do. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. When you were at, at the concert in California there at uh, at Bruce's place, the lady that was on singing with you when you were playing initially there, 
Acoustically? Yes. Who was that? That's Jamie Kyle. She was very good. She was really good. That's my wife. Oh, well, well <laughs> seriously. No, I meant that seriously, genuinely. Yo, she was... No, she's real good, man. I uh, When I first got to... Well, our, our story about how we met is a long story. I'm not going to not gonna get into that. But when I first uh, was, was getting to know her, I... I Googled her and then I, you know, takes you to Facebook and there's a couple of her songs on there. And it was like, wow, this gal's good, man. I fell in love with that voice. And then uh, then we started hanging out and I fell in love with everything else about her. So we're, yeah, we're married two years and uh, really enjoying it. Super. Congratulations. Now, tell us a little bit about your musical career. Take us back to the very beginning. When did you kind of get involved in music? and Who were some of the early bands and stuff? And what type of music did you play? Well, I was living in Florida when the Beatles hit, and that pretty well clinched it for me. I thought, wow, I can go work at Cobia Boatworks, or I can do that for a living. I think, that's, that. I think that's what we all did. Wait a minute. I, for, <laughs> I forgot. You are from Florida. You're from Sanford, Orlando area, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, Sanford. And um, so... I just started playing guitar and getting together with people and just really loving it. And um, uh, then, you know, after that, you start getting into bands and doing all that. And, and it just started happening. Played in some nightclubs in Orlando, strip clubs and all kinds of stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it was amazing. And, and uh, it was quite a wild upbringing. I was only, uh, I first started at, at around 16, which was illegal, but I, they didn't know that I was 16. And then, um, and then, uh, then I came, when I was 17, I came to California and, uh, I had, I had a free ride. I had $4 and I had a suitcase with some clothes in it and a guitar and an amplifier and not a freaking clue what I was going to do when I got here. And um, I I was so into guitars at that point. That was like pornography to me, looking at, at guitars, man. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and um, I, was, I don't know what it was, man. <laughs> guitars were just it for me. But but I uh, the guy that I drove out, this, this, this kid from college, because we were going to Bavar Junior College right out of high school, and I hadn't even turned 18 yet, uh, he said, my family's moving to the West Coast. You want to go out with me? I'm going to drive one of the family cars. So I said, sure. And my parents immediately said, well, you're out of your mind. You're in college. You know, you're not doing that. So I wrote him a note and left. And um, <laughs> yeah, and and the, so we moved. We, we came out to San Bruno. And the second day we were here, we, were, we said, let's go look at guitars, you know. So we wandered into this music store in San Carlos. And the owner... Uh, this guy named uh, Leonard Hart said, can you teach? And I said, sure, I can teach. I've been playing a year and a half. Yeah, I can teach. <laughs> and so he ran me through a quick audition. He said, fine, start tomorrow, move in with Mickey. So I suddenly had a job, and his son was Mickey Hart from The Grateful Dead. Oh, wow. there you go. <laughs> Great story. Yeah, and, and so, uh, yeah, Mickey, Mickey taught. He had just gotten out of the Air Force, and he was – he was a little older than me, a couple he's a couple years or maybe three years older than me. And um uh he taught drums in the store and I taught guitar and there was one other guitar teacher and it was fun, man. We we were we were selling, you know, instruments and and teaching and then and then in the evenings Mickey was uh in the Air Force, Mickey was the nineteen I think nineteen sixty three European judo champion in the air of the Air Force, right? 
So in the evenings, we'd go up to this garage where he had some mats, and, and he'd teach us judo. Me and me and the other guitar player, he'd teach us judo, which basically consisted that of of him throwing us around and we learning how to fall. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. But it was a. Uh, it was a uh, it was an amazing time back then, 1966, and it was it, there was so much magic going on. Um, now, when you said you've left from here to California, was was Paul the guy that you went out with, your friend? No, uh, okay. no, it was a guy named Bill. Um, okay, that um, was uh, I, I don't know whatever happened to that guy. No, my friend Paul. Uh, I'll see him in a couple. Of days. I just talked to him today. I'll see him on. Uh, Friday, he's picking us up at the airport. Okay. Um, now, San Bruno, for everybody, that's that's actually in the Bay Area, right? That's just south of San Francisco. Right, right. So, And that's when the whole hippie movement thing was going on. So let's go. Oh, let's man, do a flashback ever. to 1966, Woo! man. Yeah. I'm groovy. I'm digging it. Far out, it man. Was, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And uh, then in 60, and then I then I then through the store, I started meeting musicians. Uh, the guys in Moby Grape, I don't know if you ever yep. heard of yeah. yeah. They were they were my favorite San Francisco band. They they used to come in the store all the time. And um, how yeah, about anybody I, from Quicksilver or from uh, uh, Chocolate? No, I didn't meet them till later. Okay, um, but we had a stable of of cool musicians that used to come in the store. And then um, and then I started you know meeting some of these guys, and I ended up starting to play with them. And then I quit the store. And the, the, there was a manager of that store named Gil Draper, a uh, classic guy, and he, he, he wanted to quit and open his own store. So he, he called me one day a few months later and said, I'm going to open my own store in Palo Alto. You want to come and move in with the family and help me open it? You, you know, so, so I did. I left uh, Hart and, and moved down there, and, and uh, that's when I really started meeting people. And then that's when I met the guys in Pablo Cruz through, through that store. Now, how, how did the uh, whole? Th- Where does the name Pablo Cruz come from? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> uh, I have to. Uh, Pablo, that's my job. You know, in the old days, when we were really trying to 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 watch out for our image and, and present a nice, clean picture, we'd say, "Well, Pablo's a very common Spanish name, so that represents every man commonality." And Cruz is what we're doing in our lifestyle. We're just kind of cruising it. It came about on an LSD trip. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. Uh, to, our keyboard player and this other guy named named Joaquin, who's no longer with us, but uh, God rest his soul. But um, they were they were tripping one time, and they made up names for each other. And Pablo Cruz was one of the names that they made up. Okay. But the question is, Pablo. did you ever find your place in the sun? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in California. You definitely did. Oh yeah, it was nice today, but it's starting to cloud up, man. Same here. It's get wet here in a little while. Well, now are you still in the Bay Area? Or are you Southern California? I live, I live out at a, uh, we, my wife and I live in, in Stinson Beach. Oh, beautiful, mm. Marin County. Uh, it's it's really really an amazingly beautiful place, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be hard to leave. But I've left it before and come back to it. So well, you know the old saying: if something's yours, let it go. Yeah, go right, back, right, come back to that deal. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. But the only thing about this place, you know, as beautiful as it is. I mean, I'm looking. I'm standing on the deck right now, looking out, looking at the sun kind of going down, but it's a gray one. But I'm looking out at, at a very calm ocean and just green, beautiful hills everywhere. The mountain behind me. I mean, it's it's so idyllic and so beautiful. And then if I step over to this side of the deck, I can see the Farallon Islands out there, uh, about 25 miles off the coast. And um, 
And the only thing about this place, because I love the ocean and I love, I love surfing and and getting in it, you know, but not here. It's really cold <laughs> and shark infested, and it's huge. There's huge sharks. Here. Yeah, food chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't bother getting in the water here. Well, yeah, I just avoid it. You won't have to worry about that in Nashville. <laughs> that's true. No, that's for you have sure. to go to Wet and Wild for that. Nashville's very appealing because we've got family there and and friends and Jamie knows everybody there. She's she's from there. And okay. kinder, gentler mountains. Yeah. <laughs> gentler mountains. It'll be good. I think it'll be all right. Well, now, what about, tell us a little bit about the style of your music. I mean, you know, Pablo Cruz, you know, it's kind of uh, really just kind of nice music, really. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, um, you know, a, a lot of what we try to do is pretty groove-oriented. We like we like good grooves, but like Corey's piano style uh, is it leans a little toward classical, uh, but I don't know, he's pretty... He's pretty groove oriented too. I mean, he's made some uh, he's made some pretty pretty big TV show things. He mm-hmm. did all the music for Baywatch for the whole run. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he made any money on that? <laughs> and, a little uh, bit, a couple bucks. A couple, yeah. <laughs> did you and ever get? He's to... always working on television music down at his his studio down in Woodland Hills. Okay. And I don't know. We just always enjoy Corey and Steve and I, the drummer and keyboard. We always enjoyed playing together, and we still do. It's just so much fun, uh, just creating something out of nothing, you know. Now you're one of the original founding members, correct, of Pablo Cruz? Right, right. And who else is with the band still? The three of us: Corey, Steve, and and and, uh, and myself. Okay, and then the singer that you got now—he's the new guy. Yeah, Larry Antonino. He's a bass player, singer, and he's really a good vocalist. He did a good job. I mean, I was pretty oh, yeah, impressed. He's a great bass player too, and he's just a totally fun guy to hang with too. So we lucked out there. I, I, you know, I was in Nashville and I ran into, I ran into Bill Champlin. I don't know if you know who that is. No. Bill uh, was the keyboard player, singer in Chicago for 27 years in the band Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. He also had a band out here called Sons of Champlin. And he's a, he's a really great vocal guy and um, and keyboard, guitar, just everything, musician. Uh, uh, He's just real musical, you know? And um, so I ran into him at Starbucks in Nashville one one day, and and then um, when I got back, we sat and talked for a while, and, and then when I got back here, I, I thought, God, I bet he knows bass players. So I, I called him up, and, and he said, let me, get, let me call you back in just a couple minutes. And, he, and he, So I hung up, and he called back, like in, inside of four minutes. He said, here, here's a number for you. This guy's... I got this from a guitar player in L.A., and and it was Larry. Larry and I called him up, and we got together with him, and it was like perfect. Mm. He's really good. Tell us about some of the songs. Have you written some of the songs? I mean, do you write music as well? Oh yeah, Corey and I wrote most of the most of the every song, every all the records. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah, we wrote all those. What you gonna do? And love will find a way. Corey and I were we were a a real solid writing team. For a long time, it was it was amazing. You know, we <clears throat> we used to just get together and work. You know, constantly. It was it was like <clears throat> our job, but but it wasn't really a job. You know, it's just get together and play. 
Now, when you guys work, I mean, give us an idea, you know, because people always want to know, it's like, well, in between records, in between albums, in between touring, what do you guys do? I mean, do you take a lot of time off, or do you do what you just said? You, I mean, mentioned it, which is, do you work a lot, and is, is things going through your mind all the time? Like, hey, what's the, I, got a, I got this song, this, this beat in Constantly my mind. Constantly okay. working on stuff. You know, always, <clears throat> and now, it's funny, because now my wife is in it, you know, she's a writer and producer, and engineer she she knows how to engineer which i i don't really engineer that well but she knows all that stuff and uh so now this house is a studio house we got the <laughs> studio set up in the living room doesn't, doesn't everyone here's <laughs> yeah. a question for you did you ever write for anybody else and uh would we know the songs did you ever have any Corey hits? and i had a song on a george benson record called teaser but you wouldn't know that one but uh that paid for a while. And then when I, I played with a band called Southern Pacific, which was a country rock band mm-hmm. in the late 80s. And um, the guys in that were, uh, there were two guys from Doobie Brothers, Keith Knutson and John McPhee. And John's still with the Doobies. Keith died a few years ago, which really, really sucked. But, um, and then the bass player from Creedence Clearwater and a keyboard player from uh, Crystal Gale's band. Very so nice. we had this country rock band. And we had hits on country radio, and that was a lot of fun. And um, I, I co-wrote one of the songs on on the record Zuma, the album called Zuma that we recorded. Dave, we we got... had a, there was a few hits, and we did pretty well with that band. That's cool. Dave, we got a minute or two left. Why don't you go ahead and plug the concert this weekend? I'm going to let you do it. Tell everybody where you're going to be this Saturday. Well, all right. Uh, for all of you listeners, we're playing at the fabulous Ruth Eckert Hall in Clearwater out by Safety Harbor. And um, we're playing with Kenny Loggins, Pablo Cruz and Kenny Loggins. And Kenny's show is great these days. I've seen him recently. And there's another guy that just loves to work. And uh, and I, I think it would be safe to say we play around 7, 7.30, somewhere in there. So call Ruth Eckert Pavilion and, and or Ruth Eckert Hall and find out what they got for tickets. But it's uh, it's going to be a great show. I mean, absolutely a great show. I have no doubts. Well, that's super. Hey, Dave, I want to wish you the best of luck. And then uh, if you guys move to Nashville, are you going to start writing country music? Well, I always have written oh. country. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like country music, and it's not like I'll just dedicate my life to that, but... You know, if a country song pops in my head, I'll go for it. Super. Well, now, I want to get you on one more time. You'll come on again in the future, won't you, Forrest? Of course. Sure. And we can talk about your Porsche that you owned back in the day. And I want to talk about guitars, because I'm kind of into guitars, too. So, But anyway, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes to hang my out pleasure, with us here. Thank you, Robert. I'm glad that you uh, hold of me. Super. And uh, like I said, it was cool meeting you back then in California, my home state, my home deck of the woods. And I look forward to seeing you this Saturday. All right, man. Take care. Okay, Robert. See ya. Hey, you're tuned into Nostalgia Reading Cars. I want to thank my guest here. Thank uh, you very uh, much Chuck for Stevens. inviting me. I will be back. Chuck's coming back for sure. Alan will always stay yeah, in. He's my Don't forget Facebook, Dr. Yep. Chuck St- or Chuck Stevens fans, and uh, say hello to AJ. Remember, next week, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your family. I want to see some of the car shows. Amelia Island, Zephyr Hills. Don't forget the car show Sunday at the Capitol Theater. One more thing, Alan. Yeah, uh, since Chuck Stevens is here, I didn't have much to say because he didn't have to say anything. (laughs) But that's okay. You got next week. You got twice as much to say. Take care, everybody. Bye. Tell
was out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.